Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week we find someone of interest to talk about it with. But this week is another special episode of convention coverage as we are on the train, which is quite noisy and very packed, on the way to San Diego Comic Con. So get set for daily updates, daily blog pods I'll record anywhere and everywhere to give you an on-the-ground report of what it's like at Comic-Con, except you have to do exactly what I want to do. And what I want to be doing right now is being on the train with my good buddy. Welcome to the Steel Wars blog pod for San Diego Comic-Con 2016. He is the gonk draw. Oh, that is an intro, my friend. Tony Medina. That is an awesome intro for me. And might I add, he is an official panel member for tomorrow's Jack Pacific toy presentation. And it is... It's like New Year's Eve in here. It is Dude, so loud. It is insane. I couldn't even get out of my seat right now if I had to. This is this is nuts. You probably couldn't get out of your seat because it's like 11 a.m. and you've had three beers already. Oh, that's nothing, man. Yeah. I've that's had nothing. I've had a frappuccino and yeah. Tony. Are you been, doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm alert. Dude, we're on the train to San Diego Comic Con right now. This is freaking awesome. And it is. I don't know because we're in the because we couldn't get seats so we my little trick that i've did last year was come down to the restaurant car early and get a little booth yeah so now we're in a booth and now there's it is packed with people slamming beers yeah and it's really close to the to the alcohol so i mean it's pretty much the party part of the train (laughs) We're going to be seeing all sorts of stuff going down right we here. We are. And on the Comic Con, the Comic Con train bar, it's the place where everyone knows Batman's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. First zinger of the blog pod, I Tony. Oh, man. Jeez, you're killing it. I was hoping I was going to come up with something clever, but no. Nope. <laughs> Leave it to you. Bastard. So, Steel, I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, this is it. This is this is like our meeting ground, man. This is where it all happened. We're we're on our way to the magic land. Oh yes. This is where uh, our first meeting went down, and you know, I mean, the rest is history. Yeah. So if people, Tony was working on the Jacks uh, little toy. I don't know at the Lucasfilm Pavilion. Your little yeah, yeah, story. right over there. Selling your little figures, and you had that two years ago, the Black Shadow Stormtrooper thirty-one inch, and. I went up because I just wanted to know when a white stormtrooper was coming out and you'd come up and... No, I'd walked up to you and when I asked 
about when the white stormtrooper was coming out, you just had a look of relief that someone wasn't going to yell at you that they couldn't buy a black stormtrooper. I love it, man. That's like one of the most memorable moments of that entire convention for me. The one guy (laughs) who didn't yell at me for not having shadow troopers. Yeah, I I only want cannon stormtroopers. Oh, yeah, they're a little different, you know, the shot troopers and the new death troopers that were singing Rogue One. So, yeah. What else is happening? We just had uh, the, the Jin Erso figures announced for an exclusive. You're going to have to get two, buddy. I'm going to try. You got me, you got me the Stormtrooper last year, so... I mean, yeah. that was a big deal. Yeah. Everybody's really happy about that, including yeah. myself. I like it that it's tradition now that I buy <laughs> you a very hard-to-find Don't break figure. the tradition, man. You started it. You can't, you can't just break the tradition now. I'm going to have to check your eBay account it, to yeah. make sure you've still got that. <laughs> I still have it, I think. I think. No, I still have it. You know, it was funny. Once, uh, once you showed me this morning when we're uh, about to hop on the train, the first thing came to mind was, oh, yeah, he has to get me that. <laughs> Right, right. So there's a lot of pressure on you. So I think uh, I think on one of the next few episodes, if it doesn't happen, there's going to be some shit. <laughs> <sighs> like, if, if you've heard last year's San Diego Comic Con blog pod, when I gave Tony the figure, the First Order Trooper... I might have been weeping a little bit. He was all teared up, and a year later, he's like... Come on, come on, buddy. Yeah, make little, it happen, man. Put down your little microphone and go make get me a little uh, action figure. Make it happen. I'm so, also the co-host of the Trash Compactor, so I'm just saying, man, there's, <laughs> there's, some, there's a lot of writing on this figure. <laughs> um, and this morning, the Your Snoke Theory Sucks uh, sticker, yes. Ryan Johnson holding it up on social media. That just got an article uh, on The Independent in UK. Big, a, big so news website. A proper mainstream news website did an article about it. That's so incredible, man. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Seriously, like, seeing that, like, I, I, showed a, I showed Danny, my wife, and she was like, is that real? That's not like one of the that, that Harrison Ford Photoshop. I'm like, no, this is real. This is actually happening. She's like, oh my god, this is incredible. If it was photoshopped, I wouldn't have his thumb covering the first three letters of my uh, oh, well, you're not that good podcast name. No, no, uh, I would, I would have the full, the full name of the podcast. Got it, buddy. I'm just like that thumb. Just move it back a little bit. Come on, Ryan. Photoshop the thumb. Do us a solid. So that's dude. That's awesome. That's incredible. I'm so stoked for you for that. Like, yeah, it's super cool, and it's just weird. Yeah, it's incredibly weird. Like, holy crap. Yeah, because all the people like at celebration, like all a ton of Lucasfilm people were were very delighted to receive stickers. Oh yeah, man. They were just like, oh. Yeah, we actually uh, we got some stickers on the cafe table right now that we've been. People have been coming and picking up, which is pretty cool. We made a little sign. Free stickers for Star Wars fans. I know, man. They're going pretty quick. It's a big deal. (laughs) Uh, What are you looking forward to at Comic-Con? I'm looking forward to the Hasbro panel. I want to go check that out, see what's coming. As as a rival toy company, you're going to throw some some harsh... Hey. Harsh body blow questions. I'm a I'm a collector, like first and foremost. So why do you make your figures bigger? What about those? How good are those 31 inch figures? Hey man, that's all that's all stuff I can't talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm a huge fan. Like 
it, it's it's really cool seeing um, other companies make figures and like where they're going, who's pushing, you know, the boundaries and stuff like that. You know, Hasbro has a master license, and you know, obviously after master, Kenner, I know. master. You Master know, license to the Star Wars toys. <laughs> and being like a big fan of Zam of the Kidder line, you know, Hasbro took over and everything. I mean, it's incredible. I still go and support the company. You know, I support any good st- company that makes awesome Star Wars toys, and they're still kicking ass. So I love that. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what other exclusives. So normally what I like to do before a con is I don't, like, read the exclusive list till I get to the con. So it's a little bit more exciting for me when I get there. So today I'm going to actually go over the exclusive list and see what's over there and what I'm going to go try to rush and, buy, like rush and buy tonight for preview night. All right. Well, my, my exclusive, which is every year, yeah, I am going for the Hallmark Itty Bitty San Diego Comic Con exclusive. It is a jab of the heart. It's so cute. He's got little fat rolls. You lost me, buddy. With, <laughs> with a slave layer. It's the best. They made a slave layout. I thought they weren't. I thought. I thought we weren't doing. Nah, really? that's it's such. It's all hogwash. Yeah, I believe anything they post on the internet. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I believe everything. You, you still think celebration was cancelled? I still think those snow theories like suck. You know. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So the panel tomorrow. I'm very excited. This is the story of the blog pod. I think. Oh no! Don't gonk no. droids. No. Okay. First off. I'm just a consultant for the company, so I handle Star Wars stuff like that. There's going to be a lot of talk from designers and marketing and stuff like that. I we'll, we'll see if I even talk. I don't, I don't even know. We'll, I like to wing I, I it. Can't, so I, I can't know. wait because I have the little microphone where you can go ask questions. Q, the Q and A portion. I'm probably going to walk out. No, no. So, you know. Question for Mr. Gongdroid. Yeah. <laughs> you say Gogtroid, everybody just start laughing. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I, I want to say, question for Tony Gogtroid Medina. Ooh, <laughs> now that's good. That's professional. <laughs> so, uh, give us some... So, you can't... There'll be no Rogue One stuff at this panel. What? You're asking me questions about a panel that's going to happen tomorrow? I got nothing for you, buddy. I got nothing for you. You got you to tune in tomorrow. Oh, you gotta be God. There. You, gotta you can't be even say yes or no. I can't talk about anything. <laughs> I can't talk about anything about the panel other than I might be... No, I'll be there, but that's about it. <laughs> this is the, the J.J. Abrams of 31-inch figures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all a secret. It's Mystery all... box. No, it's just because I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> it's not my call. <laughs> no, it should be fun, man. We're going we're gonna to show some cool stuff, and we're going to show some of our other lines as well. He's not, not just allowed, Star Wars. He's not allowed to talk about... What he's about to talk about? <laughs> Are you allowed to talk about not being able to talk about what you're allowed uh, to talk about? You're killing me right now. All right, so we're gonna, we're not only going to talk about Star Wars. There's going to be our other lines as well. So there's it's going to be broken out. We're going to talk about World Nintendo. We're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Ushis, our new uh, our new product that's coming out. We're going to Ushis. Yeah, we're going to talk about our XPV line. What's an Ushi? Um, a new toy line for those with a special pet. sweet. We got like Marvel, DC, you know, Ninja Turtle license. They're these uh, little collectible. Like, I'm not sure if they're really like collectible figures at the moment, like how far we're going to go with it. But like, well, kids are really loving them. They're, they're let, trying. Let, let, let's, hope, just, let's hope they're collectible for your sake. Yeah, yeah, well, collectible. Yeah, we, you gotta, you just gotta Google it, take a look at it. It's, it's hard for me to explain it. I don't work on the line. God, you're bossy. Everyone, you have to Google just it. Go on there and freaking right now. I didn't even say the F word. I said freaking. Ask Jeeves about that. Yeah. Ask <laughs> don't, don't do Google, though. Do, uh, do uh, what's it? Duck, duck, go. I hear, I hear that's better. But anyways. Alta Vista. So 
Oh, God. You're so old. Killing me. Killing me. Well, anyways. So, and if you want to find out more about Gong Droid, he's set up a GeoCity site. Closing my train. All right. Well, anyways. So, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Not just Star Wars. But there will be a lot more Star Wars to talk about. I can't wait for during the panel when you're like, all right, we're going to talk about Nintendo now. I'll be at the back. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about Nintendo. My, my, good, my good friend, uh, Jose, uh, you can actually check him out. He's Toy Soldiers 19. He's all over everything. He's, he's an awesome guy, and he's in charge of the line. This guy does phenomenal work, and like you'll meet him, and you're gonna you're gonna get a kick out of this guy. When he talks about World Nintendo, you're gonna change your mind just a little bit. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Are they gonna release? Jackie wants to know if they're gonna have any special like Pokemon running around. Are they gonna release any Pokemon Go special release Pokemon? I think they're gonna do that. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, well, not Jacks, but I mean, like, just in general. I'm, yeah, just Pokemon World. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to have, like, those, like, special spots all over the convention and, like, have them running around. This would be, like, their biggest market. Of course they're going to do it. Yeah. Just... Freaking just, nerds. Just, just what we needed. More more people crowding around something at Comic-Con. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, man. We're going to be, like, running into people the entire weekend. Well, great. I'm, I'm in full con mode, like... Oh yeah, me too, I, man. I had a I had a day not at a convention. Do you notice I'm holding the microphone like perfect? I'm like pumped. I'm excited. I'm not like, yeah, man. I got nothing to talk about. This is it. All right, everyone. Can everyone congratulate Tony that for once he, I've, I've been able to... I, I gave him a big talking to before we recorded. I said, don't, don't get distracted by things going past on the train. Tony is... It's so hard. Tony needs Ritalin. You I do need Ritalin. Very easily distracted. I do need Ritalin. He's looking around now. He's I, Several times while we've been doing this, I've had to like push the microphone back over yeah. to his mouth. Well, hey, you know what you were getting into from the first time we did an episode, okay? So... Let's just see who I am. <laughs> I can't be changed. Do you hear that? <laughs> you can be changed. You can be changed. Yeah, I can at least get better at podcasting. All right. So what it's like, One. it's 11.30 now. What time do we get there? 12? Um, I think it's 12. Yeah. No, 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 not 12. We get there, I, think it, I think it's like 12... 40, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's like 1240. What's well, very exciting. All right, well, you're almost empty from beer, so uh, let's, let's... I'm probably going to have to go up and grab some more, so... I'm probably going to have to go up and grab some more. Oh, God damn it. He had to do it again. <sighs> trying to do this with no edits, buddy. This is... You don't need to edit this. This is a good one. This is good. The energy's still there. All right. He's, he's drifting off, so... We'll be back later on. I'm good for like only 20 minutes of podcast. <laughs> and I'm All right. We'll talk in a bit. Bye. Hey, guys. If you want to hear the full-length interviews of our entire back catalog, get bonus episodes weekly, and also not have to hear these annoying announcements in the middle of the podcast, join the Steel Wars supporter page for just $3 Australian, which is about $2.20 American. A month, you can keep the podcast going and get unlocked a ton of bonus content available through the Bandcamp app, bandcamp.com. And now we have an exclusive supporter feed so everything goes into your podcast catcher as normal. Unlock 
every full-length episode, enjoy bonus content, and listen to the weekly Steel Wars podcast with that warm knowledge that you are sacrificing, what, half a cup of coffee a month to keep one of your favourite podcasts going. All the details are on SteelWars.com. All right, you guys, it is 10 to 6. We're in San Diego, and I'm with the old mate, Jason Ward, and we're strolling towards the giant convention center. What do you think about this mic rig that I've got? This is amazing. We're walking and podcasting. We've, I've never done this ever. And we've both got separate mics. Yeah, it's crazy. What an age. Are you a scientist? No. But I play one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so it's preview night. Uh-huh. What are your what do, what do you want to preview? What are your preview hopes and dreams, Jason Ward, of making StarWars.net now this is podcasting? I, I wanna go and see the toys. The toys. Wanna, the Star Wars toys in particular. You wanna to touch the toys. I wanna to touch the toys. You wanna to touch I wanna to smell the toys. Smell Jin Urso. Embrace, embrace the toys. Nice. I want to know what it's like to have Felicity Jones in my pocket. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's um, last year we had such a big Star Wars Comic Con. It's a bit, it's a bit more low key this year. Yeah, Star Wars stayed home. I think Star Wars stayed home. Star Wars don't care. Star Wars is still on holiday in Europe. Yeah, Star, Star Wars uh, had its uh, leg broken by the door of the Millennium Falcon, and it, it couldn't make it. <laughs> How did you? Um, how did you find watching all the uh, celebration stuff go on from the comfort of your easy chair? Oh, it's not. It's 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 nice. I mean, it's, I missed all of the social stuff that we get to do and the the drinking and the talking and the hanging out with friends from the internet. But that is covering it from home is twenty times easier than being there every time. <laughs> I imagine it would be. But at the but at Star Wars, I gotta be there though. That your feet must feel so much better. Oh yeah. My wallet, too. <laughs> especially the... Stop touching your wallet. Especially the wallet. I've had a condom in it for 15 years, and someday I'm going to use it. <laughs> someday. You've got two children. Yeah, that's why I have them. I didn't use it. <laughs> you just... You've built up too much of a bond to it. <laughs> it's, it's my lucky charm. a lot of people here for preview night, huh? It's Comic-Con. It's about a lot of people, isn't it? I'm waiting because we've got my recorder. I've got a mic attached to it, and then Jason's got a lead, a mic lead, going to him. I'm waiting for someone to, like, clothesline them, like they try to walk between us. I feel like Mr. Microphone. I got the Comic-Con edition of Entertainment Weekly. There's a, a, a photo of uh, Wonder Woman, oh, the, so if I get lonely, I'll be okay. <laughs> the, pr- the prettiest girl in the DC universe. I'll make it work, you know? So, <laughs> that's, all right. That's a bit too much sharing. A bit too much sharing, yeah. So. <laughs> you're just talking about Wonder Woman in your, in your special condom. <laughs> what? Let's go. We're crossing streets. Yeah, you have to cross the street together. There's like missing children posters up, but I think... It's for that uh, Netflix show. It's for that Netflix show. Missing children's? 
No, um, Stranger Things. Ah. Little Boy Goes Missing in the first episode. Gotcha. Well, I've already been caught up in the viral marketing. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. Yeah, a missing person sign. That, that's a good idea for a, uh, a marketing gimmick, don't you think? <laughs> You're all, oh, another one of those <laughs> poor lost children. I won't look that up. I'm talking about Lost Jedi. Oh, Lost Jedi. Alright, we're almost here, so let's go inside and see what's up. Alright, it's just after six. We are in the Comic-Con checking out. I'm heading towards Hasbro, but I don't have high hopes that there's going to be any chance of getting this Jin Erso figure this way. There's already tons of lines everywhere. Walking past... Star Trek 50th Anniversary Stand. Boo. Jokes, jokes, guys, jokes. McFarlane Toys and Spawn. Transformers. It is just... It is Saturday morning TV. Exploded. Oh, just saw a, a giant Lego Death Trooper from Rogue One. We'll get a photo of that later on. We are now going to try to get the Hallmark Itty Bitty exclusive, the little teddy bears, Star Wars teddy bears that Hallmark puts out. They do a little two-pack exclusive each year this year. It's a Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia in Slave Girl. So cute. So cute. The line looks a bit rugged, but let's try it. All right, it was a battle. There was some definite line mismanagement, uh, shades of Hasbro, but we got there. And I've got my little itty-bitty exclusives. I did actually have to talk to one of the people in Hallmark and say, your line management is bad. You need to... They, they would cut off the line, and then all of a sudden... Like people would sort of be lingering around, wait for the line to start again, and they would hold up a sign and go, the line starts here, and everyone would just run in. And I said, that is never going to work. You're never going to have people not pushing. And I suggested another way, and then they did it, and it worked really well. So there you go. That's what happens when you've organized events for many years. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know how to get people to line up. And so I gave advice on how to make the line. Then I got in that line, and now I have my teddy bears. There's a lot of tension around some teddy... Well, people want the the ornaments, I think, mainly. I'm, I'm the idiot that just wants the little teddy bears. The, I heard a guy say he had so many ornaments that they had to get a second bigger Christmas tree, which is hilarious. All right. Let's keep going. 
All right, you guys, it's 7.20, and I'm in the Hasbro booth, and I am thrilled to have bumped into one of the original Kenner toy designers, Mark Boudreau. How are you doing, Mark? Just great, Steele. How are you tonight? I am first day at Comic-Con. I've got the little collectible teddy bears I was after, so I'm a, I'm a happy, oversized adult. Well, this is a great place to be an adult and happy. You know, it's such a great family atmosphere here, too. It's yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, it's like, it's like Saturday morning from when you were young has exploded into this giant world of billboards. Yes. Now, I gave you one of our, your Snoke Theory suck stickers, and if anyone's going to recognize the font on that, it would be you, as yes. you were one of the original Kenner designers. How did you get brought into designing... Like the Millennium Falcon, I guess, is your signature piece. Well, I was a, I was at school in the University of Cincinnati. I was a co-op industrial design program, and back in January of '77, I got a co-op job at Kenner. In roughly February of that same year, Hasbro or Kenner acquired Star Wars license. Happened to be there, right place at the right time. And uh, they said, well, you want to work on this vehicle? I said, oh, sure, why not? It'd be fun. And, you know, 40 years later, who would have ever thought? But it's been a real, it's been a real great ride. You know, it's exciting working with Lucasfilm, with Kenner, as well as Hasbro. Uh, I really can't think of anything else I'd let brother do. And to design that original Falcon, which, you know, no false, you know, compliment your way is maybe the most classic Star Wars toy of all time. Like, the design just holds up, you know, to this day. What materials did you have? Like, did you have footage or photos? How did you design the toy? At the time, this was way before digital reference, so Lucasfilm would provide us with 8x10 glossies, and we would take the information off the photographic reference, off of movie stills, and then we would decide... The team would get together. I was a co-op at the time, so I would work with my fellow designers, and we would say, well, you know, what are the features that we should put in this? Well, how can we capture what you see in the film? Because that's really what it's all about. How can we create product that will allow the kids' imagination, you know, to continue? They, they continue the storyline of the film. Maybe they make up their own storyline. And so it's really important to get the character of that particular vehicle because we found out as soon as we saw it in the film, it's more than just a hunk of junk. I mean, it really is the vehicle that's at the core of the film. It gets everybody around, and it's just mm. it's so different. Well, proof of that is in The Force Awakens. I know on the premiere night back in Australia, when they have the reveal of the Millennium Falcon with the piece of junk and then the... Oh, yeah. Like, I cheered. Yeah. I got goose pimples. A little tear came to my eye. Yeah. I will admit it. I, 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 you were not alone. You were not, but it was like this big reveal of the, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, he's a character or she's a character. Yes, it definitely is a character. I mean, it had its own temperament, you know, and it really saved the day. It was always there for him. So when you were designing it, did you have footage from the movie? No footage at that time. It was just still photography sketches information that we would get from Lucasfilm. A, a script? No. 
not that I read. At that early stage, uh, that would not have been something that I would have read. Well, other other groups in our uh, design team had read the script. Ah, uh, okay. So that's why they came back to the Kenner management and said, you know what, we really need to look at this as a toy property. This is just so cool. All the characters, the worlds, the vehicles, you know, this is something to, because Kenner had done very good, you know, very successful with $6 million man. Mm-hmm. So I think at the time, Kenner was becoming known as a, a real powerhouse to, you know, let's go to Kenner and let's see what Kenner can do and be real successful. So actually, I don't believe Kenner was the first company that was approached, but Kenner was, um, they had the wisdom to understand the toy aspect of this license and how great it could be. And 40 years later, you know, it's still kicking. But looking back, does it surprise you how much you nailed it? Well, we try to do it a little better each time. Over the years, we have gotten a bit more information. We know more about the vehicle. Mm-hmm. We know about the quirks. And and the information that we get now versus back in 1977 is a lot more. They document everything very, very well. Lucasfilm is a great partner. They supply us with as much reference as we possibly can take. And in the digital world... It's so great because we can manipulate that information. We've got CAD imagery now and programs, so a lot of stuff is done digitally. We don't have to draw it on huge pieces of paper anymore. We're drawing it right on our Cintiqs. And so it it really allows us to do a lot of things that sometimes we weren't able to do back in the day. Now, I'm fascinated. Occasionally I see some behind-the-scenes photos from Kenner, in, there was factory workers in Cincinnati actually boxing the toys. Yes. The production lines for the Millennium Falcon were in Cincinnati. Yes. So the, 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 like the plastic, plastics were molded in, in China and then shipped to Cincinnati? No, they molded in the United, United States. Really? It's crazy to think about nowadays. Well, you know, things adjust. Mm. You know, it's... You look at the resources that you have available, and Hasbro uh, wants to make sure we can deliver the best product. We do a lot of products, so we have a lot of partners around the world you know, that help us produce the items. Mm. And the Falcons sort of had three kind of major different versions you know, through Kenner, and then I guess maybe four when you consider the, the reissue of the Power of the Force one in in 96. What was that like to have the the reissue of, of the Falcon that you designed? Well, you know, we took the very first one and it ended up being reissued twice. Yeah. And first with electronics and then with the light, you know, for the engines. That was an interesting story because they were the original tools. Mm-hmm. And they were starting to give way. We didn't really know how much longer those tools would last. We started talking about that internally, and we all said, you know what, we can't imagine Star Wars without a Millennium Falcon. We presented the larger scale to management. They said, we believe uh, that the Millennium Falcon is important for the brand. 
they gave us the support. And so that's what led to the Big Mulane Falcon was the fact that we didn't really know how long the original tools would last. Ah, because that big one is daunting to look at. Were you involved in the, in the design of that one yes. also? So I've been privileged to design all the three and three-quarter inch Falcons since the beginning. Because mm, I know you, I, I, I was aware that you designed the Force Awakens one with the, the Nerf weapon and stuff. Like, how weird is it to, like, be back at the desk designing essentially the same ship starting over from scratch? Well, it's Star Wars. Anytime you get to work on an iconic element of Star Wars, whether it's a Falcon, a TIE Fighter, an X-Wing... Those are all things that are timeless. Mm. And we love the fact that Star Wars came back. Mm. I mean, no doubt about it. We were so excited to see the film. Before it went out of the theaters, I saw it at least 10 times. And my wife even went to go see it a half a dozen times, you know. So everybody got really excited about the film. I think it was a great testament to the longevity of Star Wars and how popular it is. I think it really excited people all over. I mean, you look around, there's adults here, but there's also little ones. And that's what you really want to have be the, the next generation to sort of carry the torch. You know, and if you're a parent, uh, mother, father, aunt, uncle, when you have the opportunity to pass along your experiences to the younger generation, I mean, that's what it's all about. And that's you, it's, you can tell how many people are here today, you know, love Star Wars and a lot of other brands as well, of course. I can't, you know, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Marvel, My Little Pony, you know, lots of the Disney princesses. You know, Hasbro has really uh, got their pulse on a lot of great product. Well, what do you think sort of around, you know, maybe like the mid-90s when it's sort of people became aware that people were like seeking out these vintage toys and all of a sudden they were worth you know more than far more than they originally retailed for well that was a very odd thing i mean when we were originally working on the product no one had any idea you know how it would impact everyone and i think when star wars kind of went away you know mr lucas decided you know after the first trilogy i'm going to give it a rest you know, so he gave it a rest for 10 years. And so mid-90s, he came back with the special editions, which were awesome. We all loved seeing Star Wars on the big screen again. And it was, it was, really, it was really interesting to all of a sudden realize how valuable, not only from a monetary standpoint, but how valuable people looked upon old Star Wars figures and the vehicles. A lot of nostalgia. You know, it, it harkened back to like, oh, I remember when I was a kid, I had that. And I think people were, you know, realized that I want those toys back. Mm. Hey, mom and dad gave them away or the dog chewed them. <laughs> Whatever the case <laughs> might be. They wanted that product back so they could relive their own childhood. Yeah. And then pass that along to their own kids. Mm. Now, thanks so much for your time. I, I would love to know out of... The, the seven Star Wars films, what vehicle would you like to have a shot at designing? That we have not done? Or, or that, that maybe or that maybe you haven't done? Oh, well, that's a big question. I've done a lot. Um, 
Well, we look forward to seeing whatever vehicles uh, come our way in Episode 8 and 9. That's something that's exciting for me yep. to kind of look forward to see what kind of great new vehicles uh, will come down the pike. So that's something that's always excites us as far as figure development, play sets, role play, the vehicles. That's what keeps us going is that we're all fans. I've been doing it a long time. A lot of members of the team have been doing it for a long time. It takes a village, as they say. It's more than just one individual that does any product. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of dedicated people, you know, that work on the line. So, yeah, I think I've been pretty happy with the vehicles that we've been working on so far. So I really do look forward to the next two films. Well, we look forward to what you design. Thanks so much, Mark. Well, you're welcome very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. I think it's Tarkin. I think it's Ezra. I think it's the reincarnated ghost of Anakin who was Rey who's been morphed into another Sith-loving creature. Hmm. If you are sick of Snoke theories as much as I am, you have to get the Steel Wars Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt. Screen printed, not heat pressed, on the highest quality AAA tube t-shirt and designed with the beautiful vintage Kenner font in mind, you will turn heads and get laughs with the Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt and you'll support the sweet, sweet Steel Wars podcast. And if you're a Steel Wars supporter, you get 15% off. Presale is up now on SteelWars.com. Guys, it's about uh, 10 to 9. The preview night's about to end. I'm here with the Gonk Droid. How's it going, everybody? We're at the Gentle Giant booth. Gonk Droid's purveying the jumbo vintage Luke Skywalker. What they do is they get the vintage figures and blow them up. I'm a 12-inch size. I'm a massive uh, vintage collector. I love all the vintage uh, figures. The massive... Uh, sorry. I, I love the massive figures, like the Jumbo Line. That's what they're calling them. Um, you like saying massive. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm so used to calling it, but I love the vintage Jumbo Line. I'm looking right now at the the Jedi Luke, and I'm not really feeling it so much. So I'm not sure if this is actually going to be the final, but I'm not a big fan of it. I'm over... I'm looking now at the... Was it the Han Solo Power of the Force with Carbonite block? That, that, that is sick. So it's the I, I Power like of the Force with coin. I, I'm Han Solo with the, the Carbonite block is epic. Total fan of this. It looks incredible. It looks just like the actual vintage figure. The Carbonite block looks amazing. It comes with the coin from the Power of the Force run. I think it's incredible. It really, the, the, the jumboed up Han Solo really emphasizes his lack of neck. <laughs> yeah, it does, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not feeling the Jedi look too much. I mean, come on, man. That's got to be like your favorite character. Is there anything like from there you feel that's pretty cool? I, I feel like it's a little off as far as the color glows. I, I don't know if this is final. I don't know if this is final or not, but like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling it too much. It's, it's not. Well, it's jumbo. I don't know. Something should not be blown up. It's like when, like, someone was telling me the other day, like, a, a soapy back at, uh, in Melbourne, Neighbours, when they went to high def. Yeah. It was. It looked. They had to change all the sets because when you got that close to look at it, it looked horrible. And I think some of these Kenner figures are better, are better appreciated in the small I, size. I definitely think they're better appreciated small. Like size. when I get close up to you, it's just like, oh, oh, screw you, <laughs> screw you. I'm better looking in person. God damn it. So you know, I, I, I'm a fan of the line. I just, I'm not feeling what they're showing right now. Um, but by far, what. 
like by far, I guess the reveal. I don't, I don't know if this is the reveal or not. You could tell me later. I'll probably have to ask somebody. Like this Han Solo with carbonite block and coin is awesome. I yeah. definitely like that piece. Yeah, I've never seen either of these. So I hope they perfect this one a little bit more. The Jedi Luke. And at the Jack's booth, you uh, you weren't meant to work, and you got dragged into it because stuff was getting real. We killed it, man. We killed it. We sold out of Phasmas. Um, we sold out of BB-8s also. So. Was it BB-8 an exclusive? No, it wasn't exclusive, but we're offering it before it's released this fall. So whoever gets it now, I mean, doesn't have to wait that long. And they're getting it at retail with no tax or anything. So it's a straight $50, what you're able to get for the deluxe. So it's an awesome price. It's an awesome action figure. Awesome. I think I'm going to be... I think I'm going to be demoing it tomorrow at our panel. I'm not 100% sure wow. yet. Wow. I, uh, I ran it by a couple of the people, and they're all for it, but I just got to see if I'm up for it. So, so. If, if you're a Comic-Con, you can get your BB-8 and then get Gonk Droid, Tony Medina, oh, to I'll, sign it. I'll demo it. Yeah, sign it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You got to oh, get okay. me. I, I want one of those BB-8s. I'll get you one. Just show up tomorrow, and I'll get you one. So mm. I'm excited. Everything else is... Uh, Everything else is pretty good. I just heard that there's a sideshow gonk droid. I don't know if you heard about that. I took a photo of it for you. You did, right? It's so... Oh, okay. This okay. is it. The unveiling. I I heard about this. I wasn't sure. I got to go check it out. Let's see. Let's see. All right. I'm hey, sure. I've been holding my mic good. I'm doing good. You drift off now and then. You it's do. a little bit of a drift. It wasn't much, okay? Come on. You just Steel, keep, Steel keeps hitting me like I'm going to mess this up, but I've been doing damn good, everybody. And you're doing a, damn good. As you said, you're doing damn good, everybody. You did drift away from the microphone. Oh, God. All right. Are you ready? It's One very detailed. Second. My buddy Pete is coming. All right. Let's do it. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to curse. So if any About... Excuse me. Time. About... Time. You work at a toy company. Why aren't you putting out a gonk droid? Oh, you don't think I've been trying to get this made? Look <laughs> at the details. Well, of why the... are we here? Let's go over there. Look at the details. Dude. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we'll meet your friend, and then maybe we'll slide over. I don't even know who this guy is, to be honest. Who even knows? Who even cares? Um, I kind of want to slide over there. All right. Let's do that. Yeah, let's go over there. Okay. We'll do a quick run through over there. All right. All right. Cut. All right, you guys, that is the end of our day one Comic-Con coverage or preview night coverage, and uh, it's just heating up. So we just put up, make sure you have not missed an episode. We've been putting up so many lately that uh, your feed may have jumped if you haven't refreshed at the right time. We've got the 99th episode with Gonk Droid, Tony Medina, who you just heard get very censored in the uh, one of the last segments. He interviews me about all things Steel Wars on episode 99 and then episode 100 recorded live at Star Wars Celebration with details. But uh, we'll be back with daily episodes all through the week from all the fun at Comic-Con. We will be interviewing Hasbro about their releases. We'll be bumping into people. We'll out at parties. We'll be going to panels. And uh, it'll be just like you're there with me doing exactly what I want to do. If you haven't already, come on. How about that sweet five-star review on iTunes? It bumps us up the rankings, and you're vouching to other Star Wars fans that we're doing some good work. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Steel Wars. So uh, share around. Pod it forward. If you can get us an extra listener, 
then you've done your part to help out the podcast. And if you'd like to help out in a, a tiny little financial way, we've got the Steel Wars supporter page. You can get access to our full back catalogue and as well as bonus episodes. Tony, who you heard uh, on today's episode, does a bi-weekly chat with me for about an hour and a half. We talk about all things Star Wars. I do Q&As and there's all the back episodes in full. So much stuff for, I don't know. I don't know how much you're paying for a coffee. We rate all these things in a cup of coffee. In Australia, it's $3. That's a cheap coffee. In American money, to become a Steel Wars supporter for the month is about $2.20. I don't think I want a $2.20 cup of coffee. I think I want to pay more because who knows what's in that coffee, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is very cheap and you get to support the content you enjoy and uh, get a bunch of bonus content. We've got the Your Snoke Theory Suck stickers. They're online. We've got the t-shirts on pre-order and it's super fun how popular that sticker's getting. It is a celebrity sticker. My sticker is now more famous than me. How am I going to deal with that? We will find out in later episodes. I hope you're enjoying the blog pods from San Diego and there's tons more to come. So until then, may that force be with you. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.